Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! 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 Hi everybody, I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. Welcome to 51 First Dates, the dating podcast. We're so happy to have you here. We also have a guest with us, a listener in fact. Hello. Hi, everyone. It's Olivia. It's nice Olivia. to meet oh, you. You can say your name. I was so concerned with not saying your last name. <laughs> thank but you. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. I'm excited. Yeah, we're so thrilled to have you. Olivia is going to be like one of our new dating correspondents. Woo! We have a new yeah. dating correspondent. Thank you so much for agreeing to this wild thing. And if you're a new listener to the podcast, I'm going to give my spiel. This started as a dating project that I did and Liza really orchestrated and helped me through and helped me not, you know, give up on all the dates. And then, you know, we've had some success with other daters taking over once I, spoiler alert, actually met someone, which was a big shocker for me, given where I was prior. And now we have, finally, a new dating correspondent. I like when you call it that. I just, that came out of yeah. my mouth and I was like, oh, is that weird? Is that like... No, okay. I'm going to take up that mantle. I oh love it. Amazing. Yes, I'm in. Great. <laughs> I was like, official. is that like NBC News realness? I don't know. It was too much. Okay, great. I'm glad, it's, I'm glad it went over well. I'm leaning in. <laughs> yep. Cool. We are so excited because, Olivia, you had these amazing taxi cab confessions, so you and your friends record the first impressions of your dates before, you know, we even realized that was a thing we could have you guys do, and it was so lovely, and... <laughs> We unfortunately took a long time to listen to them, but we finally did. And we were like, damn, this is perfect. Yeah. And then we creepily reached out to Olivia and was like, hey, do you want to talk to us on the phone? (laughs) And it felt really like we were asking someone on a date. So that was appropriate. Yes. And uh, she was, we were lucky enough to have her join us. Here I am. Yeah. Happy to be here. (laughs) We're psyched. We're going to ask you probably like a million and one questions cool sounds um, good great do you do we have any like housekeeping or like pre-business do we have any housekeeping or before our million and one questions I, mean, I like that phrase too yeah you know thank you all. like we had a survey in the secret facebook group about what to do going forward and people wanted a regular dater but also one guest daters and more guests so we're just like doing a mishmash the majority yes. of you wanted kind of a combination of both so we're gonna do that yeah we love and appreciate your feedback and all your rate subscribe reviews yeah. and all your follows and all of that nonsense but let's really get down to olivia because that's yes, what's talking about me <laughs> actually let's I feel, I feel i'm feeling very much like a stage mom or, or not or like, I know, I'm feeling awkward. Like, I'm on a first date. I'm no. Just, I feel like I'd be like, oh, oh, Olivia, can I, can I get you this? And maybe that's polite for us to get you a drink. But just beyond that, I don't know. I no, feel I feel like the same we, way. I'm like, oh, I just want her to like us. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, weird? Is this like, ugh, we're No, I feel a little bit weird because I feel like I know details about your lives after listening to the podcast. And I'm just like, oh, well, Liza, I know like what your job is. And give me, I know what you're doing, but... We don't, so this will be helpful. I'll get to tell my, me more about you guys. Oh, yeah. You more about me. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. And including, <clears throat> but not limited to, what celebrity Olivia looks like, which is what I was trying to figure out before we recorded, and it's mm. driving me crazy, but you guys can't see her face, and you don't and won't know what she looks like, so, but you know what? Here's <laughs> you will not know. <laughs> you shall not know, but when I figure it out, I will tell you, and then you'll know kind of in the general vein of what she looks like. Yes. Cool. We'll get there. I can't figure it this out. This is a really eagerly wait, I'm sure. <laughs> this is a really exciting thing to talk about when like no one can see us and podcasting is not a visual medium, but like it is currently driving me crazy. I am working on it. Um, but 
just to, you know, traditionally kick things off, do you want to tell us your worst first date story? Sure. Yeah. So this was a date that happened in New York. It was maybe uh, 10 months ago. And, you know, this is probably one of my first dates after having been single again, after having been in like a decently serious long-term relationship. Um, So I think I didn't have a great read for like what to do when somebody is just being so weird on a date. Um, so looking back, I'm like, why did I sit through this? But um, then it, I always sat through right? all my kind of bad dates or really bad dates. Yeah, I it's, know. It's hard to it's hard to Brexit a bad date. You know, it's like you're just kind of like, here it's I am. It's Brexit at all. Yeah. Yes. 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 Like, that was bad. <laughs> no, it's like you gotta, you can't do a no plan Brexit on a bad date. Yeah. No, I could not. I could not. And this guy, nothing happened that was bad, but I'm not to sound horrible, but it was just, this guy was very strange. Um I didn't really do my research, frankly, before I went on the date. It was just sort of like, I matched. We were both free. So I went. Um, Looking back, I realized that on this guy's Bumble profile, the only word that he had in the whole profile was iconoclast, which I didn't know what that word meant. So I can tell you if that's all. (laughs) I think I know what it means, but I'm probably wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I I really didn't know. Okay, tell us. An iconoclast. Oh, yeah, let's guess. Okay, guess. Yeah. I just think it means iconic, like sort Elton of. John. <laughs> I don't know. I just... A self-described Elton John. Yeah, like, I don't know. Um, okay, I don't know. <laughs> it was just, like, iconic, too. Like, oh, legendary. Damn it. damn it, someone in the survey said we sounded like old Valley Girls, and I'm really feeling it Someone right also now. said I swore too much, and I was <gasps> yeah. like, oh, I would oh, like to no. say I'll work on it, but I just know I won't. I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm this. sorry, listener. Okay, iconoclast... Pissed. I'm pissed that I don't know this. It's okay. I don't think I do. I can help you. Oh my god. Tell so us. iconoclast is somebody who like actively works to dismantle established conventions and power structures. Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So god. that was that's a lot <laughs> to be the one word in your dating profile. Uh, so had I known that, I probably would have second guessed this yeah. date. But yeah. you, you know, I went. Um, and just the things that this man told me about both himself and then also was like just sort of mean to me on the date was it was unbelievable. Like just like a short list of the things that he told me. One, he not to like put this guy on blast, but you can Google this guy too. He like well, he lived in Manhattan. He was from here. Um once he graduated college, he started a society of native New Yorkers so they could sort of like get together with one another and just like reclaim the intellectual precociousness that comes with having grown up in Manhattan, which is so oh. horrible. Wait, pretentious. you can Google this because there were articles about it? You can Google this. This feels oh. familiar. I feel like I yeah. read something about this. Yep. In the New York Times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. See, guys, I'm, I am smart. I read yeah. the New York Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was real. They like rented out the Plaza Hotel once in a while. Yeah. It was a lot. So... That sort of set the stage. Don't native New Yorkers who are cool, like, have friends that they grew up here with? You know what I mean? Like, they don't need to join societies. Like, they grew up here. It's their hometown. Right, like, Like, you just have normal friends. Yeah, like, I have a couple friends who are native New Yorkers, and, like, they have friends from here because they went to high school here and stuff. I don't know. Also, that doesn't feel super, like... An iconoclast to me, like that. <laughs> no, right? you're like, right. That is perpetuating that is, conventional power that, structures, yeah. if anything. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yes. Agreed. So that was a lot. Um, 
yeah, so that, you know, that was one thing. Uh, he also at one point uh, looked at me and I, we were doing kind of some dumb first aid talk where he was like, oh, do you have siblings? And I was like, I, I do. I, I have three sisters. And he said, oh, what, what age order are you? And I was like, well, well, guess. Like, what do you think about me? And he looks at me and he goes, hmm, you must be the oldest. And like, he was right. I am the oldest. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, fine. And I was like, well, why do you think that? And he was like, well, you're really built. So you must have had to be like that to protect your younger sisters from bullies. What <laughs> the fuck? A podcast is not a visual medium. And it doesn't matter if you are really built. But like. Right. I'm sure you have very strong muscles, but you are a very you're a very small person. Small it's person. really weird. It's very weird. I think I'm very average, and it was just so odd. I was like, okay, built, built. sure. That is a crazy word. It was a crazy word. Yeah. It was such a loaded word to use, and also like evolutionarily doesn't make sense. Like that is not a thing that the eldest child is stronger to protect you from bullies. That's no. crazy. Um, no. So- yeah. <laughs> Didn't even know your Darwinism, you iconoclast. Right, bad iconoclast. Yeah, that was one. He told me at one point that he couldn't imagine me being a good surfer because I seem really type A, um, and that he could actually see me hitting somebody over the head with a surfboard rather than surfing. And I, I was like, okay, I don't know what to Do you say surf to this. Or how no. surfing even come into that? He does, yeah. of course. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. Should have. Yeah. It came up because he was asked to be on reality TV because of this whole New Yorker society thing. So mm. we started talking about Mexico and surfing, of course. Of course. So, as you do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Ooh, it was this crazy. Is horrible. It was so. And looking back, I'm like, why didn't I call this man out for saying these, like, really negative things to me 30 minutes after meeting me? And I'm like, you know, I kick myself being like, that was so weird. But I was just, I think, relatively new to like going on dates again so I just didn't have it like ready to say something totally and, and I you think- have manners and you were being polite like right. as much as like you didn't have to be we also you know that's the default for good humans right. be polite like sit pretend you're <laughs> uh, the amount of times I still do that with just like family conversations when they get political xyz yeah well I think also sometimes when you're in a situation you kind of can get in it, sometimes it takes a while to realize how weird it is yeah you know like it seems like he, and I think some like weird egoy gaslighty men do this especially well. Yeah, I feel like sometimes there's like little like they drop little weirdnesses and it gets weirder and weirder, and then you're like in too deep to say anything, or you're not yes. even sure if it's. I was like, am I gonna seem crazy if I call him out on that? Because yeah. he could so easily have just been like, oh, I'm just kidding. Don't be so type A. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I heard so his point. Yeah, it yeah. was that. And it was like, do you guys know the term negging? Yes. Yeah. Oh, like that was, yeah, it was like negging. very strong negging, which is a term that I now am obsessed with talking to my friends about. I'm like, you need to be looking out for negging. His, like, here's what it is. Yeah. And I think it is Sure, we haven't like talked enough of. about negging on this podcast, yeah. have we? Maybe we often call it gaslighting when we, really it's like that built comment was like, inspired to make you feel a little bit negative so that yes. you then in turn treated him in a certain way. Which is weird because usually when you treat someone negatively, you should expect to be treated neg- negatively in return. But I think a lot of times with gender dynamics, wow, look at me. Ooh. I don't know anything about this, but that's what I, yeah. I feel like I remember reading about mm-hmm. negging. It's like... 
Well, it also, kind of just like puts you on the wrong foot, I think. Like it yeah. makes you feel like you need to kind of defend yourself. Yes, yes. Where it's just an uncomfortable feeling to be, I think, in a first aid situation, any, in any life situation. Completely. And I also think that sometimes, and I don't necessarily think this is the case with this guy, but sometimes people jump to the vibe of like being able to playfully tease someone mm. when it hasn't been earned. <laughs> yes. You know, like you do that all the time. I do that all the time with the people I'm closest to. Like I'm constantly yeah. like – quote unquote nagging them not really but I'm always you know it's like a whatever I there's a lot of like teasing and humor in most of my close relationships but I think some people I've noticed I've I've had this experience people I'm such a like goofy person with people pretty quickly yeah but sometimes you meet someone new and they automatically assume they can like joke with you and poke fun at you and like give you shit in a way they are acting like is playful and you're like hi like we're no. not there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think a good rule of thumb is like if you haven't gotten to the point in a dating relationship when you've like complimented somebody genuinely, you should not be totally like playfully joking around with yeah. them. If you don't so know their birth order and their siblings, it's too <laughs> yeah. fucking soon. Yeah, too yeah. soon yeah. yeah. It reminds me of the whole like snowflake thing about people being sensitive. And you're like, I didn't even get a chance to be too sensitive. Like you're just calling me a snowflake because I'm reacting to something I think is negative. I don't know. I just they feel parallel to me. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole like, you're so sensitive. It's like, no, you just said something terribly negative and <laughs> yeah. I'm responding to it. Right. That's really normal. Yeah. God. Yeah. It was a funny one. Oh my this God. guy's also, he told me he built a sex dungeon uh, <gasps> in the his dad's house that he lives in. I was like, oh, in your dad's house. <laughs> you built that. Okay. He was like, yeah, it's like 50 Shades of Grey. Have you seen it? I'm like, oh, I've seen it, but I don't want to talk about this with you anymore. It was a lot of information. He slept with two of the real housewives of the various cities. Oh, my God. I feel like he's also running for the 2020 Democratic nominee. Like, I feel like he's just, like, trying to that kind of person. He's like, I'm going to do all these things. Yeah, Yeah, just hit all the corners of the the universe. Be in one of the 25 and just, yeah. It was so funny. So how did the date end? Uh, the date ended, I was like, all right, I really got to go home. And then we sort of did a little hug. And then I thought it was pretty clear because he was being rude to me the whole night that he wasn't into me. But the next morning I got a text like, hey, Olivia, like, why don't we do this again? Um, and invited me out to drinks. And I just had to say, I don't think we're a match, but you know, thanks for the drink. So that was wild. Wow. A big first date. (laughs) No, that's a big first date. And it's, I love that it's so like New York douchebag or asshole. It's so funny. I shouldn't say douchebag, but I did. Why? I I think, oh, I think you can say douchebag for that guy. I don't know. I feel like there's something. There's, it's it's a weird like pretentious-y thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I feel like pretentious people are it's a special kind of like annoying and frustrating yes and I got the distinct sense that he had never particularly had sort of like a a job upon which he relied for his real income Mm -hmm. so I think that sort of like mindset really permeated the whole entire date just being like untitled to a lot yeah Um, so it was a very quintessential like New Yorker date so oh my god I promise non-New York people who are listening like <laughs> there are nice people there are ni- and there are really nice people who were raised here yeah like for I, sure. I have a uh, there's a girl <clears throat> I went to college with who I literally like think is one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my entire life yeah and she's just like a born and bred New Yorker like doesn't have a driver's license like 
grew that's up. The sign. Yeah, like grew up on the Upper West Side. Like, it, you know, it's like it's not. I don't know. Yeah, it's I, not New York. It was I don't, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know why I'm advocating for it. I'm fucking not from here. But still, whatever. Yeah. Um, because I think Manhattan children get a bad rap sometimes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I know really cool kids who. Yeah, here like too. good people and for sure. not and oh, whatever. Um, and also there's pretentious people everywhere, everywhere. and men every <laughs> pretentious women, um, pretentious women too. But there's plenty of, I feel like it, it, there's a thing of anyone pretentious, it's like an automatic assumption that they think they know more than you. They, like it lends them, mm-hmm. it lends itself to mansplaining to like, oh yeah, you know, it's just not a, not a fun vibe to be around. No, no. <laughs> yeah. What? You don't have to remember for this date, but sure. what's your go-to when you're like, no, it wasn't a match? What's your kind of, because we always struggle around this. Like what yeah. is the text what to you write? send? Yeah. Uh, so I think I write it differently if it is somebody who, like that guy who I was like, mm. I do not like you and you were rude to me. In that case, I think I wrote something a little bit curt like uh hey thanks I'm flattered but I don't think we're a match good Mm -hmm. luck and that was kind of it if it's somebody who I really thought was like a wonderful kind human and just probably not the right match for me which I think is the majority of people that anyone goes out with yeah um I think in that case I'd write something more like thanks so much I had a great time um you know, unfortunately, not unfortunately, that's really formal, but (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately, I regretfully inform you. Um, No, I think I just write like, uh, you know, it's so nice to meet you. I had a lot of fun. I don't know that I see this going past, you know, a friendship, um, but good luck out there. Hope you find what you're looking for. Something like that. That's nice. Nice to write something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that's our thing. We used to be like, just ghost, but I think it's nice to write something as well. Yeah. Because anytime I was on the other end of that, when I was, like, forcing myself to ask people on second dates. Yeah. I, I felt so shitty if there wasn't a reply. So you've got to gotta say something. Right. And, like, it stinks to get that text, but it stinks for, like, 20 minutes. Yes. And then it's good, rather than having this sort of idea lingering over your head. If you yeah. Get a and the waiting, the, like, having a, like, just a floating text <laughs> message out there in the universe. Yes. Like, it, it feels, yeah. Yeah, you got to close the loop, I think. Totally. And you just never know. Yeah, yeah, and like it's good to know. I don't, I don't know. I think it's, it can be good for people to. I think it can be good for people to grow. Also, you know, like constantly getting, putting, making yourself vulnerable for dating. Part of that is rejection, and I think it. Yeah, I think there is something positive about like receiving those texts and realizing that you don't fall to pieces. Like it's not, you know what I mean? It's not. Like I'm so good. <laughs> it's like it's a bum. Exactly, it's a bummer for like 20 minutes. Yeah, to, to you know, two hours, depending on like how your self esteem <laughs> is. For me, it would be probably closer to two hours. But it's you know, like yeah. No, but then when you're going on lots of dates, I found that like that hurt less and less. Or like I just took everything so personally for so long. Every, I still do. <laughs> Let's be real. But I also just like to your. You, when you said you never know, it made me think, yeah. like, just if you're having trouble sending that text, just get selfish with yourself about it. Be like, I don't know who they know who could introduce me to someone at a job or who one day will see me. Like, yes, just always nice. I don't think if you say nothing, that'll be such a red flag, but it's always nice to be polite mm-hmm. you never know. And I hate being that person, but I'm just in that mindset thinking, now, what will my next career move be? And you never know. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it is a, like a kind of a weird thing to it's think about, so but weird. it's kind of true. It's kind of true. Yeah. It's not It's not romantic, and it shouldn't inspire you, but I'm just having, like, I saw someone have a cool job in LinkedIn who, like, I <laughs> didn't maintain a relationship with because we had it falling out, and I was like, oh, damn, that would have been a great networking experience. So yeah. You never know. You never know. It's true. 
And I feel like part of it, to your point, like, uh, Liza, I think part of dating is growing and getting used to, like, being rejected. I kind of also think, like, part of the responsibility of saying, hey, I'm going to go on all these dates with these people is being able to very honestly say to them, like, no, I don't think this is going to work out. Mm. Like, I do sort of think there's a little bit of responsibility to just, like, be a polite human. Totally. And, and I think it puts – Yeah. And I think <clears throat> it, it puts you in a place of having to communicate about the way you feel, mm-hmm. which is something I didn't learn to do till I was, like, 27. Like, it was, <laughs> like, you know, it's, like, a thing that's – really hard for a lot of people and forcing yourself to just say something honest and nice in a text message and like say something that's not the easiest thing to say I think is a practice in like good humaning and good communication yeah that I still struggle with like props <laughs> to people who are able to do it. like it's impressive it's hard. yeah speaking of 27 will you tell us like kind of generally where you're at you don't have to give us your exact age but yeah. in terms of like your it's dating 27 <laughs> I thought so oh my god it was wow like, I feel like we were I don't know I I was like it's definitely younger than us yeah. by an amount where I'm like damn jealous <laughs> but like yeah where you're at in terms of like going on dates are you going on a lot of dates are you what is your vibe right now yeah broadly well I have a spreadsheet so yes. <laughs> So I do some analytics on it. Um, so I've been going on dates for, what is it? It's July now. Um, so I basically have been single for the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had been prior to that in a like wonderful relationship for three years, um, but it wasn't like the relationship. So mm-hmm. um, then I was single again. And so I think at last count, I had gone on, this is going to be a very exact count. I had gone on 24 first dates in the past 11 months. So that averages out to about a date every other week. Um, yeah. Damn, that's impressive. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, like, yeah. fuck yeah. Big accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. Already done. You've done it. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So about 24. And then that's like, obviously, there were some that turned into more than first dates. Um but also when I kind of like think, look at the timing of dates too, sometimes there's like a week where it's three in a row and then five weeks where it's nothing and I'm off the dating train. Um, yeah. But for the most part, like pretty consistently dating for the past year. How did you like, <clears throat> oh, this, no, that was going to sound like a weird question to ask. Like, how did you get yourself to go on the dates? Because maybe you were in a mood where you're ready to go on dates. But yeah. how did you enter into like this phase of going on lots of first dates? What was your mindset or like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think going on dates hasn't ever been a super stressful thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I am able to attach pretty low emotional stakes to any one given date. So it's like, all right, it's a chance to, like, go out to get a drink and be in a new part of the city. And, like, worst case, you get a podcast recommendation or some, like, weird random story from it. Um, so I don't know. I just think I like meeting new people. And um, I was just excited at the chance to like get to go out and meet them so I don't know it didn't feel like a huge hurdle yeah, to overcome that is which so fucking is not healthy. an interesting answer I projected but. that's why when I paused <laughs> when I asked because I was like that was my experience I was like how do I do this I can't do it but no I feel like that's the exact mindset that I want to always have around dating yeah and yeah it's yeah. I, I'm impressed Thank you. <laughs> Took me many dates to get there. Like, oh, this is fine. No, I think, but I think the difference is I think every individual date in isolation is so fun and exciting. I think what starts to feel like uh, more like depressing or challenging is that like in some, the sort of slog of doing it like repeatedly without sort of like reaching a goal. If your goal is to find something more serious, mm-hmm. I think that's when it starts to feel hard. Not yeah. on a given date, but like upon reflecting 
on the time of all the dates together. Definitely. I I think that makes perfect sense. And it's hard to like I also feel like I went into doing my dating heavy part of my life like not even knowing what I wanted like yeah. yeah, I want something serious but also I'm moving and I don't know. There's just it's it's I feel like the mindset can be there like broadly, but it does depend on what you're looking for, I guess. Is basically what I'm trying to say. So, how <laughs> would you kind of characterize? Obviously, this is like the most general question. Sure. How would you characterize dating in New York in general? Ooh, it's a good question. I think it gets a really bad reputation. And honestly, I think part of it is well-deserved. I think the really good things about it are it feels like there are infinity things to do mm-hmm. and like infinity people to meet, um, which is so fun. It's like every single bar you could go to, every single restaurant you could go to. There's all these like weird activities and I like to do kind of strange activities for dates. Um, and I think like the diversity of people and experiences that you meet here is so fun. Um, even just thinking like, uh, I have a friend who dates a lot in LA and she's yeah. often talking about, she's like every single person on dating apps is an actor. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to date an actor. That's a weird thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Super fair. <laughs> we both once tried to be actors. Oh yes. And no also, should have dated both us. tried to date actors. Oh man, that was <laughs> worse. Like <laughs> several to be different one. actors and it was gross. <laughs> Ill-fated. Yeah. But also no shade to actors. We love you dearly. Our friends and <laughs> and our other friends who we, we haven't met but you hear us. We love you and you're making art and we are sad that we're not still doing it. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. not. I'm I just, not either. Here's the thing: I is that up for it. I yeah, good the at people. It. That's the thing: is like the people who are still doing it are really doing it. But it and is like, impressive. They were the ones who were meant to be doing it. and I was not. I was a fair weather. Like yeah, this is going to be fun. It wasn't for yeah. me. Um, no, but I think that makes it fun to date in New York is that everyone here is doing something so different. Mm-hmm. So I just think and has done a zillion different cool things. Like you guys both like started a company and we're actors. Like that's really interesting to even have that background. And I think even like um ethnicity wise like it's really fun to date people who are not just like look exactly like you um and are from exactly where you're from like I think the experience is just kind of cool and different yeah I mean I feel like it's amazing here how many people you meet on a daily basis who just are not from here Mm -hmm. or the U.S. or like it's just really it always is something I love about living here is that you're constantly like working with interacting with dating making friends with people who have like the craziest coolest like Life, story. life stories and histories and it's it's yeah it's a thing I really will never get sick of about New York agreed I know I'm like still so in love with it it's yeah so great. It, it helps the, with the humidity on days yeah. like on days <laughs> like today when we're all just sticky because we have to turn the air conditioning off to record like it's worth it yeah totally yeah um, but yeah that's the fun part I think the hard part is probably the same hard part as everybody would say which is that there's infinity choices of people to date so I think it's hard to feel like all right, you got to pick someone and see if it works out. I I would imagine if you're dating somewhere where there's a smaller pool, I feel like it would feel more easy to like commit to somebody in a more serious way. Yeah, that's true. Especially <clears throat> that comes up a lot with like the gender divide here. It's, again, I guess that's really specific to heteronormative dating here, but in terms of like the amount of men, straight men versus straight women, mm. like that comes up a lot in like stereotypes about New York, but We've also heard from smaller communities that it's really hard to date there because 
you know so many people mm. and in common and it's a small world yeah. and you're I less know. anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely it's interesting. Yeah. I feel like there's no perfect place to date. And I yeah, dating is just a journey. Just, yeah. Like. Kind of hard, kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how like once in a while US uh, news and world report or like different publications will uh, pull all these metrics and be like these are the uh, best towns to live in America this is like the best city to raise kids in, like based yes. on income and this and that and housing I feel like someone needs to do like a an analytical based approach of like where is the best city to date in America I bet it's like Austin Texas or you know some yeah, mid-sized some like city, millennial mid-sized totally city. with cool shit to do but like not too much not too little you know yeah or it's warm when i was reading there was a study on this i feel like it was done by some sort of dating associated brand so i don't know how i know new york Mm. ended up being the worst city to date in but (laughs) i feel like weirdly like oh i think you're right like i don't remember i could pull it up but but that's also like by what metrics Mm -hmm. statistics are false no just kidding many (laughs) statistics are real because i feel like Chicago, I think Chicago must be difficult Ooh. to date in because the public transport is tricky in Chicago. You know, that's huh. something, there's stuff about New York where I'm like, but then again, people are more, more polite in Chicago. You know? Yeah, like, People true. are probably nicer on the whole. It's true. Yeah. You know. Um, anyway, uh, do, you, do you feel like you subscribe to the belief of, like, New York men are more likely to be fuckboys than Ooh. not New York men? That's a good question. Um, I probably <laughs> no, no. I shouldn't say that. I've met a lot of really, really wonderful, nice men. Um, but I, I, I think just sort of thinking about human psychology, I do think that knowing that there's so many choices out there like gives you choice paralysis, right? Like there's mm-hmm. all those studies that's like if somebody goes to a store and there's like a hundred jars of jam to choose from. You might think they buy like a ton of jam because there's so many options. They can find something they love. No, no one buys jam. Like you buy so much more jam if there's five bottles of it on the mm, shelf because yep. you're like, well, this must be a curated set of the best ones. And it's like, it's easier to choose. So I kind of think that's probably what happens mm, in New York too to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to talk to about, <clears throat> I'm about to talk about the lowest brow thing that I like. <gasps> Is it The Bachelor? Uh, it's lower brow than that, <laughs> no. but like almost. I was like, I follow it on Bachelor Talk. <laughs> oh my god, great! And we will talk about it for okay. sure in great. coming episodes. Can't wait. Stay tuned. But uh, so Sarah, our um, a mutual Kimmy's friend from high school, who's like become my friend, turned me on to this show called "Are You the One" <gasps> on MTV. Oh, Do you yeah. know of this show? I know of it. I haven't watched okay. it yet, though. Great. But I will. It is okay. The tricky thing about it is that it's not like available streaming anywhere, which Oof. is annoying. But I fully just bought the current season on Amazon. <laughs> it's only I think only two episodes have aired so far, but it's a how it's a, a series where they put ten men and ten women in a house, yeah, and they've done all these interviews with matchmakers and like all of these people's exes and this and that and whatever to try to find on paper a perfect match for everyone in the house, but you don't know who it is. Ooh. So you enter this house and you have to find it. And then if every if you find all 10 perfect matches, everyone in the house splits a million dollars. So they're incentivized to like figure it out. And there's all of these rules and challenges and whatever. Do they have any idea of what the metrics are for your perfect match? I mean, I think they know they know they've been like super intensely interviewed by these matchmakers and whatever. Yeah. But I don't think they know. I don't think they're told. Okay. So they probably had like eight. Wow. They've had a lot of seasons of this show. I was just listening to a podcast about it recently and I was like, oh, dang. Yeah. It's it's literally its eighth season. But 
Here's the thing that is really cool about this season, I think. Everyone in the house is sexually fluid. Oh. So this season, basically, it's eight It's eight men and eight women. Yeah. But everyone is attracted to all genders. Oh. So there's, like, um, trans people and people who are, um, like, identify as non-binary. And, like, everyone is attracted to everyone. Yeah. And in a couple of the sit-downs, people have been like, this is so overwhelming because... I it's literally a buffet of like attractive <laughs> queer people and I've never been in a situation like this in my life and I don't even I have no idea how to do this yeah and I'm just I'm so stoked on this season I think it's really smart it's a great mix of like really dumb reality tv but really progressive like in the first episode they were all like what's your name what's your pronoun you know like yeah. it's very it just was very uh anyway I bought it on Amazon and if you buy it SD Instead of HD, it's only $20 for the whole season. A bargain. <laughs> Dang. Five. Look at you oh. defeating the millennial stereotypes. I'm all about SD. Because I watch on my phone mostly, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're not really in it for yeah, the I'm amazing not Totally. Quality. I don't need that crisp quality. <laughs> um, if anyone's watching it, please let me know in the secret Facebook group. I would like to discuss. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Do we... Uh, why don't we do like a quick ad break? Quick break, and then we'll go into your date. Yeah. Okay. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program. Hello and welcome back. We got some air conditioning on this very hot summer evening in New York. Very humid, I guess I would say. It's not even that hot. Sticky. It's just Sticky. all of yeah. the grossness. Um, yeah, but we're going to officially hear about Olivia's first inaugural 51 first date date. <laughs> Not your first first date, but my first date first ever. ever. <laughs> Never been I was twenty seven, and I just took the plunge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay, sure. So I think um, mostly I get most of my days. I think from Hinge, like probably eighty percent of people. Um, but then a couple of months ago, one of my friends, or maybe it was an aggressive Instagram ad, um, somebody targeted me with this app called Bounce, which is a dating app that. Its goal is basically to kind of get rid of that like annoying interim part of dating app life where you've matched with somebody and you're kind of like doing this annoying chit chat and then you descend into like scheduling talk when nobody can meet up for the next three weeks and it's very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> been there. I feel like eighty percent. That's a very made up statistic. Eighty percent of dates like just like go away because no one can schedule appropriately. Mm. I bet that's a very accurate. Statistic. Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> like it just feels right. I don't I've know. done a small survey. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I believe it's true. Um, so yeah, so so this date's kind of cool. What it is is it's only on for a couple very specific windows during the week. And so when you're on the date, it'll say, okay, bounce is turning on on Tuesday at 7 p.m. If you go on the app right now, it means you could go on a date tomorrow night on at you know Wednesday at 8 p.m. And then you tell it, okay, tomorrow night at 8 p.m., I could go on a date in the East Village and Gramercy and whatever neighborhoods that you could get to mm-hmm. at this time, which is helpful. I feel like for listeners not in New York, it's super annoying to be going through different neighborhoods. Um, so it's really easy to say, this is a convenient location for me. Yeah. Um, so then when you go on the app, the scary thing about it is that you're only shown one person at a time and you know they're also looking at you, hmm. which is stressful. That is stressful. Yes. And you only have one minute to decide if you want to really commit to going on a date. Because if you say yes, you're saying, yes, I will go on a date with you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. So it's scary. And what are you seeing on there? High pressure. Yeah. Uh, You're seeing the same stuff that you would see on a normal Hinge profile. It's pictures and a couple of prompts, but really nothing more than that. Mm -hmm. And so basically at the end of the minute, um, it will say if you've matched to each other. And if you haven't, then you continue to kind of look at other people. If you do, then they instantly stop letting you look at other people. And it just says, great, Olivia and, you know, David or whatever, you've matched. You're going to this bar tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Well, they, they pick, pick the, the spot. Yeah, which is actually Whoa. amazing. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I know. I feel like this is like on one of our Drunker episodes, something we would have loved to have like come up with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's smart. And right, they can kind of like make some money, I think, from sending people to the bars. It's really helpful to not have to do annoying like yelping to find a good date spot. Like it's really convenient. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as scary as it is to be like, all right, I'm going to commit to going out with somebody without exchanging really a single word with them beforehand, um, it does get rid of that annoying interim chatting period. And also it takes the pressure off anyone picking the bar, which I feel like can be a lot of pressure to pick like a place that's cool and the right vibe and the this and the that and it's not crowded, but it's not empty. It's like, it's, that's a lot. Yeah. So it's cool to be like. This is the bar, and if you hate it, you don't. Have, there's no like guilt or blame or anything, right? Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't like reflect blame. on you. Yes, I yeah, like yeah. That. No, <laughs> totally. can't judge the other person, or, yeah. and the other person can't be nervous. Like if I picked the bar, I was always like, well, well, eighteen caveats, like this, well, okay, or disclaimers, and then it was fine. Yeah, that's nice. Right. It's but always fine. It's always fine, <laughs> but it's, it's always stressful. It's, yeah. yeah, but I I like that a lot. Yeah, so it's a it's a definitely a fun idea. Um, and so I I'd gone on it, and it was some ho- it was one of those holiday weekends in New York when like everybody is away, but I was here for some reason, and I had dinner plans at you know eight or something, and I was like, well, I have this app, it you know pinged me at four, and it was mm-hmm. like it was literally like match at four thirty p.m. Go on a date at seven thirty p.m. So it was really quick same turnaround, day. same day. Oh. Yeah, Fuck. it was quick. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. And it's it's really fun. Cool. Uh, it, it was honestly, it's fun because it's like if you are literally already dressed and like ready to leave your house. Yeah. It's yeah. And you want to drink and nobody's out. Oh my goodness, I love this. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. So it's a fun idea. So I kind of did it randomly because I'd been sort of like talking a big game about doing it for a long time, but never followed through. Um, and then I ended up matching with this guy. Um, we exchange basically the app. Once you match, it says, okay, exchange one message and confirm that you're going to go mm. and you'll be there, but then stop talking. So it's like, all right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So we confirmed and then we went to a really cool bar. Um, 
in the East Village, um, like very maybe Alphabet City, um, called Lover Boy, which I highly oh, recommend. My brother loves that bar. I have not been. He always talks about it. Yeah. Oh, so they even pick cool bars. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. That okay. was my oh. fear. It was going to be like whatever place that has a kind of deal with us. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. No. Okay. Yeah. Wait. How many cool. dicks? You have to tell us how many dicks. You um. I, this was really high. So it was yeah. the day was like seven on like a summer night it was really beautiful um and it's kind of an indoor outdoor bar there's yeah. a lot of like i don't know just like fun upbeat music mm-hmm. it was bright in the bar which kind of just gave it a like happy um feeling i don't know i'd say four four okay. out of five okay yeah yeah fun yeah. yeah it was very fun um do you have a taxi cab <laughs> confession uh i do do you want to play it for us sure talk about the date okay i want to hear night of okay okay Hi team, TCC technically from yesterday. Uh, I did that bounce app for the first time, so uh, I met this guy right before dinner with Melissa. Uh, No one was in the city, so I thought I might as well get drinks with a stranger. Um, We went to Loverboy in the East Village, highly recommend it for a date spot. Um, This guy walked in, he was very, very cute, he was super tall, had a really big beard, Wearing, like, just, like, a cool leather jacket, which I normally find strange, but I liked on him. Um, Overall, really good date. He brought a lot of energy and, like, interest, which is always good. Um, He, at one point, it was, like, kind of awkward in, like, a charming way. Like, at one point, he literally asked me, like, what my favorite color was. And then immediately was like, oh, that's so embarrassing. Why did I ask that? Um, But overall, cool, fun date. Um, He walked me to dinner, ended with a smooch. I know you all wanted to know that. Um, yeah, good date. So hope you all had a good Saturday too. Bye. Okay, so bar was good. Bar was good pick. Um, yeah, this guy was really fun. He had, uh, I think my number one criteria for, like, that I look for on a first date is just, like, high enthusiasm for, like, good, like, high energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's my biggest pet peeve to, like, have brought myself out to a date and then feel like I'm having to, like, carry the energy of a whole conversation. Um, but this guy was like super, it just asked a lot of good questions, mm-hmm. um, really was chatty. Um, he was like very complimentary, but not in a weird or smarmy way. Yeah. Um, but no, he was really interesting. He had grown up uh, in India. He moved to New York for college and kind of had lived here since then. Um, so just kind of an interesting date to like hear about, you know, what that was like for him to kind of make that switch yeah. um, to living here. And yeah, I know we got along super well, um, had a couple fun purple cocktails. Uh, and yeah, overall, very good date, which was, I think the other thing too, is like your expectations are relatively yep. nothing. Like they're so neutral. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have a chance to be like, oh, we had really good texting chemistry and you don't have a chance to get like really excited about the date for three weeks and it gets so built up. It's just sort of like, all right, I'll meet this guy for a drink and, you know, if it's not fun, I have invested literally two minutes yeah. into this. Yeah. It feels like an old school style blind date. Like, yes. Uh, of another time. Like something that doesn't exist now <laughs> of just like, we haven't talked. We haven't done the whole like, let's move to text. We haven't, whatever. It's just, hi, this time meet, go. Yeah. Do, do I like you? Totally. I remember the only truly blind date I ever had been on in my entire life was when I did the timeout on Dateables thing. Mm. <laughs> shame, shame, shame. But it was just like, <laughs> there's going to be a person, there's going to be someone there to introduce you, which is weird. This app is much better, I would say, <laughs> that you like kind of have a sense of each other. And that's it. Like, it was like, I didn't even know what he looked like. It was Ooh. like, we will see. 
because they picked the place too and they picked a terrible place. I was like, what was it again? Where oh, it was go? like, um, Dos Toros. No! Like, <laughs> one with like no drinks. Like, I told oh. someone from Time Out that after or someone, and they were like, oh my God, we're mortified. Like, when I wanted to take the picture or something. Because yeah. they later were like, can we put your face on the cover of Time Out? We're doing all the undateables of the year. You probably saw it. It was like, I was like, I'm so fucking lutely not. <laughs> like, I'm dating someone now, and no. Oh my God, I'm just getting my undateable. Like, <laughs> they did like, um, you know, like, like a grid. Ready, like, yeah. A grid. Thank you. Also, oh if you're gosh. not in New York, it, going to it's basically Dos Torres is like a slightly nicer Chipotle, but it's the same thing. Slightly. Like you walk through the line and they put stuff in a bowl for you. It's not a restaurant. It's no. a it's a fast food. Like no. it's good. Now I'm not shading Dos Toros, but it's like good if you want to get a taco bowl to sneak into the movie theater. Which, you know, <laughs> did you like get burrito bowls on the date? We got tacos, and it was so hard to eat. And I. I lied because I did get a Corona, but then he didn't get a drink, and oh boy, I Ooh. just was like trying to make it more dainty and like you feel I don't know. Did your chaperone like they from time out stay? Okay, they leave, <laughs> they pay for it and leave. It's uh, looking back, that was a horrible experience. I found out, yeah, very quickly too that we had like my old editor from when I was writing knew him, and then I felt like oh my god, there is it's not truly like a stranger, and he was so sweet. It was just like. No, okay. This it's app is the better it. version of that. What I yeah. did like was that I had no <laughs> expectations going in. So yeah. it was just like, here I am, I'm on a date. Here's a person. So, totally. yes. it, it's but like it, sink or swim, like we're going to like each other or not. Like, yeah. we don't feel any like obligation to each other. I feel like just so often, and I get it because this is how I typically have felt while dating, like a lot of what we hear about people's experiences and what we all feel as humans is we take things semi-seriously once we've had any kind of established connection even if it's just messaging with someone not super seriously just like a little bit it's easier to get a little bit hurt by someone's or like they were kind of shitty on a first date and no one should be shitty on a first date but just all of those little ways we tell ourselves I don't know it's something maybe a little bit more than a first date you can't really do if you have that limited of an interaction yeah it's like anything that turns out to be fun on a date like that is just such a nice pleasant surprise and if yeah. it's not, it's like, well, you know, not not a huge investment of your time or feelings. Mm. God, bounce. Bounce. There you, you go. Smart. support this podcast. Yeah. Like, sponsor, sponsor You're welcome. Sure. <laughs> really, like, a fan of the product. They promise they have not endorsed us. No. Or they have not done anything. We don't, I like, hadn't heard of them hey, before tonight. I'm an ambassador. Um, amazing. <laughs> uh, so, okay. What were, were there any awkward points or, like, low points of the date? Um... Well, this is one that is um, a little bit awkward for me. This is just a this is a me problem. Like I am a monster about this. I am not actually somebody who like loves dogs. I'm sorry to Chloe. She's in the room. I just <laughs> do not. Like they're fine, but I don't love them. This guy basically opened with like, you know, it was a Saturday and I was like, "What were you doing today?" He's like, "I I love dogs more than anything. I volunteer every Saturday at this like dog adoption thing. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Um, You know, I wasn't going to drop that. I don't love them now, but I often have to like keep that in and not tell people about it. As like one Uh, who was, went from non-dog lover to more dog lover. Ooh. Because I was bit by a dog when I was little and then. I you was have a scared. reason that. Yeah, but I then, don't. like, my family, it's just a whole, now I love dogs. But, like, even if you don't, I just, 
I don't know. There is a, as much as I love dogs, we have like a pretty aggressive culture as Americans <laughs> about you must love dogs. It's true. It's true. Oh God, must um, love dogs. No, but I mean, if that's the low point on a date, like it's a pretty good date. It yes. was admittedly a really fun date. And I think it had been like a long time since I'd been on a date being like, oh, I really want to see this person again. Um, so just a fun kind of like refreshing date after a string of like meh experiences that's awesome yeah yeah and then without any spoilers have you seen him again or are you going to see him again yes we went out again um like the weekend after and Mm -hmm. we went to right around here actually we went to um gallo green oh nice yeah 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 i like it up there it's such a weird hidden gem it's a good vibe up there yeah Yeah. i'm always like oh like I never want to go because it seems touristy. And then you go up there and you're like, oh, this is like kind of lovely. It's extremely pleasant. How do we (laughs) describe it to non-New Yorkers? It's a rooftop that Mm. is at sleep no more so can be touristy yeah it's at like a it's a rooftop or of where like sleep a, no more was is sleep no more still there it, it is, is. Okay. it's like a sleep no more is like a play performance oh, yeah. thing in like this big weird bill it's a rooftop restaurant without like an entry but a lot of people go to this show and then go to it yeah but every time i've been there it's been not crowded and the food's totally decent and there's like lots of flowers and arbors and it's like a it's rare pretty. it's yeah. not it's also like a non-sceny rooftop mm-hmm. which for me, like I hate anything sceny. Like it really makes me feel unhappy. Uh, it's nice. It's you know. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like you're just in this like giant garden on top yeah. of a roof. It doesn't really feel like you're at a bar, which yeah. is kind of nice. Yeah. 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 I like it there. I feel like I yeah. want to do like almost rewatchable style. This is something we can develop. Maybe I'll post Ooh. about this in the secret Facebook group. I want to do like a quiz about first dates, like the categories. Like I want to be like, what's the high point? What's the low point? Was Ooh. there a kiss? What, you know what I mean? Like all of oh, these yeah. things. Yeah. Like, like hit the, the spreadsheet fields. What, did you shake hands? <laughs> exactly. Just basically the spreadsheet fields. <laughs> the spreadsheet fields. Oh yes. Because if you, we love promoting the ringer podcast, also not sponsored, so but the rewatchables, they rewatch movies and then have like different categories, like the Dion Waiters. Yeah, like, and it's like check, totally, which means like it's a sports reference, and I think it's like you have a small part, and then you do a really good job. Things like yeah. that. So uh. we could have our own version. Yeah, Ooh, I let's love develop it. a quiz. Ooh. we'll we'll come up with okay the things. We'll do it. What off. was the last one you just said? Was there a handshake? Was there okay? <laughs> yeah. Is so, that common? Someone we had some date. I think we had a guest date around, or it wasn't a worst first date about it was going Kenny. to meet someone. It might have been Kenny, and when they approached, they oh, shook. I- and it was that. definitely Kenny's. Yeah. 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 And was like, that it was like what? a walk date or something? Like a walking yes. date? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. went on a walk date. Oh, a handshake. She shook hands. Oh. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Like, that's the that's the most. But respectful. <laughs> totally. But respectful. And like, I fucking get it. I was always such a weirdo at the end of the date mm. around kissing and hugging yeah. and saying goodbye. And like, I could see myself throwing out an accidental handshake. I wonder if I did. If yeah. you're out there listening. A handshake to start is better than a, than a yeah, handshake to end. end. No. Yeah, I don't think I've the firm handshake could be brutal. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> also as good as just telling someone, great, I don't think this is a match. That's your text right there. You don't have yeah. to do it. You're just saying, okay, thank you. And Let's keep this oh my professional. Gosh, oh, my God. Yeah, that would And be... you can add me on LinkedIn, if anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Not a lot of runway after a handshake. No, no, no. Yeah, for sure. No, no, no. Um, cool. Well, I'm so glad it was, like, a good refreshing palate cleanser date yeah for sure um we have many more dates to talk to olivia about but some of them are super weird and bizarre and hilarious <laughs> we've already heard the taxi cab confessions from them so 
you know, stay tuned and we'll hear more. Yeah. Send in weird date ideas. I will do strange activities. If anyone has good creative New York ideas, I'm game to do. Oh my God. As a teaser, Olivia's, Olivia. So when she emailed us with her next kept confessions, she went on, I'm not going to say what it is because like, come back. Maybe we'll talk about this one next time. Oh, sure. But she went on truly the like most brave first date (laughs) activity date I could ever possibly imagine going on. Yes. Agreed. Wow. And oh, if you're, I want to know what our listeners are thinking. So if you've had a brave activity date, we've gotten a couple, it's not that same activity. We've gotten like whitewater rafting. Yeah. Different kind of brave, I would say. You know what? Physically brave. I'm starting to give things away. But if you have guesses, tell us. Totally. Ooh. I feel like a good place to mine activity dates is from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette franchise. Yeah. They're always doing activity dates, and they're so weird. And I'm not going to advocate for, like, naked, naked bungee jumping. Yeah, okay. <laughs> bungee jumping, but make a name. Exactly. Like, okay. like we're in. <laughs> um, but, like, they always are just doing things where I think it's – sometimes it's cool and sometimes extremely forced. But a lot of times it's cool, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I think I want to date and do that. And even if it's a weird activity, I think that can also tell you a lot about a person. Totally. You just make yourself, like, a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 And yeah. see like how they react to being in situations that are outside of their kind of norm. Like I feel like yeah. that says so much about a human. Yeah. I think anyone can be like kind of cool on a drink state, right? Like it's, it's just not yeah. that challenging to be like conversational. I think any normal adults can hang out for 90 minutes together and have like a very pleasant time. Um, so I think if you kind of force it to be like an activity or somewhere unusual, a breakfast date is another option for something different. Um, I think that forces people to get like a little bit more creative and just totally like, act differently. And yeah, also break fun. out of the like the <clears throat> first date self you project. Yeah. You know, I think everyone probably does that. Even for even, sure, you know, people who are super duper like normal and healthy and whatever. Mm-hmm. In the same way, the first time you meet someone or when you go on an interview, you're putting on like a little bit of your best self. You put yeah. on the tap shoes a little bit and like break out the cane and the top hat and are like, this is like, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> But yeah, I think that when you're doing an activity, it's really hard to like be so conscious of what you're showing. Yeah. Because you just have to kind of be doing stuff and be in the moment. And it's, I think, really easy for the actual you to come out. Yeah. And not the so polished first date you or whatever. Yeah. I think there's a lot of like first date content that everybody has. And you're kind of like, okay, I know these stories land. I know these are kind of a little quips to make. And I find myself doing that. And it's not that I I don't love it about myself, but it's kind of an easier thing to do when Mm -hmm. you're doing a lot of these dates. Yes. But I think putting yourself into a situation where you just have to like react to something strange lets you be a little bit more authentic. Totally. And not rely on your content. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. That's cool. I used to say the same things over and over. And yeah, I'm just having a feeling of, I like that you want to, you know, do adventurous things. Cause I, guys, basically, Olivia's going to do a much better job of this than <laughs> no, I no, ever no. Penny <laughs> You were successful, though, so good job. Yeah, we all that <laughs> success. I mean, love him, but, you know, it's not all about finding no. a relationship. Um, about the content, man. The journey. Yeah. This is a podcast. No, <laughs> like it's about it. the weirdness of the if activities. If you meet someone tomorrow and you're like, that's it, it'll be fine. We'll be like, told you so. <laughs> I mean, with our track record, that will happen. Great. You're going to be, you know. Olivia's already been doing this in no, such a I positive know. way. Just, oh, God. Oh, no. oh wait, no. Okay. You're like, except not for you. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Not, not why. I just mean like, you've been doing this without us being like, 
It's we're always like it's our brilliant idea that we make people go on lots of dates, and we're like, oh yeah, some people are just doing this. No, but I have been listening for a long time, so okay, I will not pretend like listening to all, you guys talk about this for a long time has not also inspired me to be more proactive about it. So, oh, that makes yeah, you so happy. Of course, amazing for I sure. Was just fishing for a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that lovely note. Aww. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Olivia. Thank you. This is fun. Yeah. And, you know, you can follow us at 51 Dates Pod. Email us your worst first date stories at 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Join our secret Facebook group. Tell us your feelings. Tell us your feelings, your thoughts. Tell us your weird date ideas. Yes, your weird date date ideas. ideas for Olivia. And really just, like, let us, let us know what you're interested in hearing about next, too, in terms of guests outside of just Olivia, like, experts, etc., we know that there were different people requested, like single moms dating, etc. And we have really cool guests coming on to talk about that stuff in the future, in the future, in this month. So that's yeah, exciting. So thank you for the yeah. suggestions. We love you. And we love you, Olivia. Thank you Aww. for doing this. Of course. Wild thing. <laughs> and I think you all should go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date. Yay! Yay!